Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the actual design work. The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista, the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co. And I'm Corey, the designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com. In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're going to share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business, ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design. Grab a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in. Hey guys, we are finally back in 2019. We had to take a little break for the holidays. We're back with our first episode of 2019. Corey, are you excited? Yes, I'm very excited. I feel like I was maybe ready to go a little earlier than you were yeah. on recording again. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like, but there's so much work that goes into it. So like, I also mm-hmm. am okay with this extended break that we had. Um, so, but yeah, now I'm really excited about this stuff we have planned, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And that's like the hardest part of getting back into something after a break is like, it's kind of sounded fun, but I didn't know what to talk about. And now we know what we're going to talk about, you know, how we're going to do it, which we're going to tell you guys all about. So now we are, especially me, (laughs) we're much more excited (laughs) about this. But today we thought it would kind of be fun to do a little laid back episode and talk about how 2018 went for both of us with some highs and lows that we both had in personal and in business and kind of what to expect from us throughout the year. Yeah, I am really excited about this episode because um, my favorite people on the internet, Jason and Caroline at Wondering Aimfully did an episode like this to end 2018. And I feel like it's just a good way to kind of separate the years, kind of refresh, check in with your audience. Because I think one thing that I truly believe is maybe some of our listeners don't realize how similar to them we are. Like just because we have a podcast doesn't mean we're that great at life. (laughs) (laughs) So I think this will be a really good episode for everyone to kind of hear what went well for us and what we really struggled with in 2018 so they can say hey I struggled with maybe some some of the similar things Mm -hmm. and it's totally okay in 2019 is going to be a better and more kick butt because we're not going to have the explicit thing on (laughs) iTunes um year for all of us yeah yeah so I think we should dive in with your review and I'm excited because you guys Corey and I haven't talked much lately she's had a busy couple months I've been just kind of out of it altogether. I have not wanted done any wanted to do anything with my life so I'm just as excited as you guys are so Corey I think you should start all righty well I put in our notes for this episode that 2018 was a pretty interesting and I feel like transformative year for me in just different ways. I feel like when I ended it in December, I was in a really good place, but it was after lots of struggles personally and in business throughout the year. So um, just to kind of get personal out of the way, because I would be nosy and I think probably some other people would be as well. Um, personally, so I started the year, um, with my husband being gone. Um, I don't know if all of our listeners know, but my husband is actually in the Navy. Um, and so he deploys on and off. Oh my goodness. Um, before, (laughs) 
before the uh, what the second half of this year, it was like on and off all the time. Um, and so starting off the year with him being gone and having a two month old was crazy. Um, that, yeah, that meant that I was forced to figure out how to take care of this child and be a mom and do business things basically all by myself and juggle, um, business and life and all of that, um, alone, which is really hard. I don't know if we have any single moms out there listening, but man, both of us give you so many props because it is hard. Yeah, for real. And extra props to you too, Corey, because that's just crazy. (laughs) And you've done such a good job with it. You have a happy little girl. And I think that says a lot. Well, thank you so much. Um, But the first four months, just to like put it all in one sentence, were hard. They were really hard. I remember lots of tears from both me and Emma just trying to get through those first couple of months. Um, So basically, the first half of this year was just survival mode, make it from one like underway where my husband was gone to the next and just kind of get through it all. Um, The second half of the year personally was pretty good. Um, My husband was home pretty much all summer and then he left again at the beginning of September for the remainder of 2018, which is really crazy that we made it through that. Um, but so that half of the year I felt like was a lot better just because after, I feel like after so long of being a mom to a little one, you just kind of get in your routine. You feel like you've got a hang of it. So it was a lot better, even though we were on our own again. So I feel like that's, that's a really short, like long story, short version of how 2018 went personally for me. Um, I would say the highs are being able to spend so much time with Emma, which I say, um, I say that, but I also don't want to emphasize it too much because I know like you and a lot of other people are not in a financial situation where you can spend all day with your child mm-hmm. and that's totally okay. Well, some of us if- don't want to also. If Talia, I, lo- <laughs> I love her, but if she was here with me all day, every day, I'd be like, what do I do with you? You know? Yeah, no, some, mo- <laughs> I'll say not even some, but most days I feel exactly okay, the same good. way. <laughs> Like, as of recording this, this morning, we just let her play with her stuff for, like, 30 minutes Mm -hmm. while we were just kind of sitting there because it's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, I think that's a really great point, too. (laughs) Um, The other high for me, um, and I realized this at the very end of the year as well, was just learning how strong I am just as a person to be able to make it through doing everything alone. And I don't think... In reality, that often I um, admit, you know, if I think I did something really, really well, Mm -hmm. something like that, but I'm really proud of being able to make it through what just a crazy year, but not even that crazy of a year. (laughs) Well, and I think it's so something that you were able to make it that not that crazy. You were on your own with a two month old and then with the one year old for a long time when you, you know, also, it might even be harder that you sometimes have him there for support because you get used to that and then all of a sudden it's gone. So, I mean, it's just, you do a good job. I think people would kind of love to hear if you feel up to it, like what a day looks like when Derek's not there and you're trying to take care of yourself and Emma and fit some work in. 
Yeah, I don't know if we should share that in this episode, but maybe in an updated what our days look like. Yeah, I could do an update too. Because last time we both had like newborns, we were like, they sleep. (laughs) Yeah, they sleep all day and we just kind of twiddle our thumbs and do a little bit of work. So it's definitely not the same anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay, we'll make that another episode. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but I did want to talk about those things, but I also want to touch on like a low that I had from last year. And I think a lot of people will resonate with this as well. And it's just not making self-care a consistency. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the words I brought into this year because of that is consistency. So I really love reading. And I realized I only read eight books all year long last year. I I think mainly my self-care last year was watching just TV shows that I really liked. But to me, it's more than that. It is reading and showering more than maybe three times a week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just just like little things like that. Um, Maybe buying, you know, something to treat yourself. I I love doing that with like coffee mugs and little Mm -hmm. things like that. So, um, yeah, not making self-care a consistency, not trying to take care of myself in the midst of all the other things that were going on. And that's uh, definitely something I'm hoping to work on a little bit more this year. Yeah. I feel like you're, you're even better at self-care than a lot of people and even you struggle. So I think, I think that says something though, that people shouldn't feel guilty about it. It's just something you have to realize when you can and try to make a shift. Have you, do you feel like you've been doing better so far this year with it? Yeah, um, I do. I have actually, and this is so funny because I feel like I'm the least girly girl in the entire world. Maybe not in the whole world, but I'm not girly at all. Um, If you guys have seen my photos, I don't wear makeup. I don't do my hair that often. Like I'm just not into that stuff. So I actually bought a face mask at the beginning of this month (laughs) as I'm recording this. She's so excited, you guys. I am so excited about this. And every single weekend, I've been making a point to do my face mask. And it's just such a little thing. And then also trying to prioritize reading a little bit, which is that's something that I struggle with while he's here. Yeah. So still trying to make time for that, like before I'm actually falling asleep. So yeah, um, I do feel like I'm doing a little bit better on that. And I also just wanted to touch on real quick um, that I talked about work-life balance in your summit last year. And you made a really good point that I feel like I am pretty good at that balance and kind of still taking care of myself um, in terms of that and business. But yes, I still struggle with that. So if anyone else is out there and they're like, I'm terrible at Mm self-care, like you're not alone. Mm -hmm. It's an ongoing thing that you have to deal with. For sure. So um, just kind of moving on here and getting to the business thing, because I think you guys are probably even more interested in that. Um, I would say this is where things get really interesting for me. Um, And I am like just putting my heart into this microphone right now to tell you guys that I have so many fraudy feelings with what I'm about to tell you. Um, But I want to be really honest because I think everyone deserves, you know, honesty. I don't want to paint this really weird picture of what last year looked like. So last year I worked with five clients total, which is not that many. Um, and I did not enjoy the majority of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say what clients I didn't <laughs> like. Um, Krista Ray, I didn't like that client. <laughs> <the worst>. um, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I actually had two clients and you were one of them that I really enjoyed working with last year. Um, but other than that, I had awful clients, mm -hmm. to be honest. Lots of refinements. Um, people, the client that I ended the year working with, who I just literally finished working with yesterday, um, so many refinements. I had to follow up so many times for feedback. Like every single thing I sent, I had to then follow up for feedback, which it's, it's just a pain. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I got to the point, um, when I started her project in late September, early October, um, and we had a conversation about Coded Creative um, before this decision came to me. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I came to this conclusion where it's like, this is probably the third year in a row where I have had clients who want lots of refinements. Their projects take way longer than they should for one reason or another. And I am just emotionally drained from it. Um, and physically, I don't get excited to do work very often anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so something that came out of that decision, like I said, at the end of the year was to shift my focus away from one-on-one -on -one clients um, and focus it more on coded creative. And so, like I said, I have lots of fraudy feelings because I feel like my business should be doing better at this far into the game. But I think this is just one of those things where we all struggle with clients like this. And sometimes you win some and sometimes you lose <laughs> some and you just keep rolling with it. Yep. Or you don't. If you're done rolling with it, you stop rolling. <laughs> yeah, you you stop rolling and you turn on a different road and you roll down that one. And that is what I'm doing. Um, but I don't feel like business-wise, 2018 was not all bad. Um, it was really fun uh, towards the end of summer to get really excited about things, to be working on my own website and that sort of stuff, which kind of led me into realizing that I wanted to put some more focus to, toward coded creative words today. <laughs> um, but some other highs for me were um, working with a coach and deciding to put all of my resources that I have shared with you guys um, for designers into one thing. And that was the Polish Designer Toolkit. Um, putting all of that into one and then just selling that was really awesome. Um, and mostly because it took these small sales and turned them into more income for just one sale. I mean, we're talking like $9 to $97 for one sale. So that's great. Um, and then also knowing that I'm able to help designers in a, in a bigger way because they're getting all of the products at once. Um, Aside from that, the success of our bump sale, I didn't want to get like too braggy on it because I feel like that's super annoying. But um, I don't know about you, but I was very surprised yeah. with how well that went. <laughs> that was but fun. Was, yeah, but I was also very excited. Yeah. yeah, that was great. I was not expecting that. I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> yeah, no. So if you bought our bump sale in November, like... Thanks. Thank you. And we hope you love it. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you for making the end of the year like legit for us. And maybe we'll do it again this year. <laughs> um, aside from that, my project, uh, the two projects, like I said, I don't want to name names because I don't want to, I don't want any potential or past client to hear this and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but the two projects I worked on, one of them with you that were so much fun, that was another high. And then um, just, yeah, 
that was the highs for business for me. <laughs> I'm glad being stuck working with me for a couple months was a high. <laughs> you might, um, maybe you really have fun. to say that though. <laughs> I don't feel like I have to say that. I think it's a high because you're just always like, oh my gosh, yes, it's I love this. Good. And you were just so excited about so every single thing. Like I legit remember you saying, I have this pulled up on my phone. <laughs> so every time I open my phone, I see it and I'm like, okay, you're that's crazy. my friend, you guys. <laughs> Okay. Fine. <laughs> um, but then um, just lows, because like I said, I like being honest about this stuff, but not enjoying client projects and getting difficult clients was a low. Um, and something else that I wanted to be honest about was the Wow Your Clients launch. Um, I actually had two of those last year, one in July, one in November. Um, those didn't go as well as I had hoped. And I'll be honest, I think both of them, both of the launches probably didn't go well because of lack of planning and lack of interest the second time around. The first one, I was really excited about it. I was putting a lot of stuff in there, um, but I didn't plan well enough for it. So I think that's kind of why it probably didn't do as well. Um, and then second time around, I think my heart was just not in it. I had a lot of other stuff going on in November. Um, Emma turning one, traveling to Tennessee, taking care of Coda Creative Cell, uh, the bump cell, like lots of things yeah. were going on. So um, that fell to the back burner. Um, I'm not sure what exactly I'm going to do with that product this year, but yeah, that was a low for me. <laughs> it's hard when you make something so incredible. Like you guys have been through while you while your clients, it's incredible. It's hard to make something like that and have the launch not go well and then, you know, be able to turn around a couple months later and put your heart into it. Because it's like, you know how amazing it is, but you know other people haven't seen that. And it's just hard to do and hard to deal with and go through. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that not enough people who make courses and educational content like that, that sell, I don't think enough people talk about that side of launching because it's really, um, you're very emotionally and mentally involved when you're launching and then for it to not go well. And I feel like I've had a lot of those experiences. So one compiled on top of the other, um, it was, it, it was just a bummer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something else that I really wanted to make a point of in this episode is that um, I'll be honest, and I'm not putting myself on a high horse here, um, but I think some people perceive both of us as making a specific amount of income that we have yeah. super, super successful launches. Like we make this much money off everything that we do. Um, and that's, that's not always the case. No. And I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to hide behind a bush and pretend that things were perfect for both of those launches. They weren't. Um, and that's just, you just take it and you say, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to better it and relaunch it again? Or am I just going to move on? Yep. And that's okay. Cause literally everyone deals with that. Even your favorite person with a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, who's constantly launching things, who's making five or six figures a month. Like those people are also failing at something, even if they're not telling you. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. <laughs> yes. I love that you made that point too. Everyone goes through this and it's crappy, but you know, in a way it's, in a way it's good for us too. Not when it happens every single time, which sometimes it feels like it does, but you yeah. know, you learn every time too. Well, and not only that, but when you make one sale or five sales, it makes those even sweeter. Yep. So yep. we'll go with that. That's true. Um, but uh, 
aside from those two things, um, just kind of to transition here into your um, review, I would say just my main thing from 2018 is, wow, I feel so good about everything. And I feel like personally happier than I've ever been with a lot of stuff in life. I still have um, things that I'm getting anxious about and whatnot. But going forward, um, I think my goal with 2019 is just to focus on taking care of myself, family time, um, saying yes to fun things on my blog and Mm -hmm. coded creative. And then also helping helping our listeners because that's really important to me too. But that's that's not not on the back burner, but coded creative is like our thing here that we have to talk about next. So I'm going to turn this over to you. All right. Well, you guys, I feel like just a few episodes, we talked about all the things we're doing together and we're going on and on about Coded Creative and how fun it was. Um, And now you guys, Corey is running Coded Creative by herself and she's doing a fabulous job, by the way. Um, But kind of slowly and painfully last year, I came to the realization that like I was being a crap business partner for Coded Creative (laughs) and I wasn't being good for our customers either. It wasn't serving me, and I realized that, and I kind of stopped serving it. Uh, it was not fair to Corey. It was not fair to our customers, and it wasn't fair to me because, you know, I would see an email come in, and I was instantly stressed out and annoyed. And that's not how something should be. You know, <laughs> we started Coded Creative because, uh, you know, it was a passion project to start out, and then it obviously became work because that's what a business is. And just where my Krista Ray brand is versus where that is, it just it wasn't it wasn't matching up with me anymore and it was a really hard decision for me to make and it's still hard and sad for me to think about um but the freedom i feel now has been really nice and the things i have seen Corey doing with it since i've left have been incredible it's been all hers since november she's been doing so many exciting things that i love watching even though sometimes it's hard for me to not be able to be like oh i'm going to help you know um but but yeah Corey, corded creative is all hers now still amazing. Um, but yeah, it's not mine anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It's really sad to think about that just because I remember how excited we both were. And I remember like recapping in that episode where we talked about all the things that we do, where we were talking about how it started and we like had a name and a logo the same night (laughs) that we decided to do this together. Cause that's how legit crazy we are. Um, And I think this is another really good lesson that listeners can learn from this episode is that sometimes you do have to um, really evaluate how things are making you feel and if it's worth it to stay involved or continue to do them. Um, I remember having this conversation with you about Coded Creative. Oh, goodness. I think it might have been like in August or September, Mm -hmm. and it was like just hang on, like, let me see if I can do some things. Let's see if we can try this stuff and kind of um, make it more worthwhile. Um, There's another business that we're not making thousands and thousands of dollars every single month. So I think that's another reason why the effort we have to put into it wasn't really worth it because it's not always a super high income month from that. So yeah, and I remember, to, being, you know, I was, we were having to split it in half so that, you yes. know, where it wasn't worth it for two of us to do it, one person. Okay. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. So yeah, I was trying to get you to hang on. And then I remember it was like, dun, dun, dun. Krista <laughs> wants to talk about Coda Creative. I know what's going to happen now. So. <laughs> but it was like pretty decent timing though. You were like yeah. ready to focus more on it. I was ready to focus less on it. So, you know, it sucks that it 
that it had to happen, but it, it was really good timing and everything is still on good terms for those who are like, what is happening here? There's no drama. Yeah, no. That's the other thing. We were both like, everyone's going to think that we hate each other. <laughs> like we got into this big fight, something legit crazy happened, but no, like that's no. not what happened at all. So I kind of just want to like squeak in here at the end of that, the like remaining parts of my business stuff. Um, But so I noticed around that same period of time that I get so much more joy in being creative just to be creative, not for clients who are super picky. Um, So that plus my experience with my clients throughout 2018 was the big decision. Reason behind my decision to shift my focus from like 75% clients and 25% coded creative because y'all, let's be honest, I was not putting that much effort into coded creative uh, last year to probably more 90% coded creative for for this year. And then um, just whatever is left goes into any clients that are naturally coming my way. I'm not going out and actively seeking clients just because I feel like I am I feel like I'm done with that for right now. Yeah. Um, but I've been really excited to dream up ideas and it's so weird to not be like, oh, I have this new idea for Coda Creative. <laughs> like, let me tell you all about it, um, which we still talk about Coda Creative a yeah. lot. So, um, but yeah, so now that we got the elephant in the room <laughs> out of the way, <laughs> let's just talk about your big review of last year. Okay. Okay. Well, I loved hearing all about yours and mine isn't going to be nearly that cool. Um, Yes, it is. No, it's definitely not. But The the very first point of your personal review that you have here is like just as cool as everything I did. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll let the listeners be the judge. Um, Okay. Well, my year started out welcoming a sweet little baby girl in January. So it was a pretty big year as far as personal stuff goes just with that. Uh, Told you. (laughs) I took the first three months off just to uh, be with her and recover myself. And I feel like a baby saying it after, you know, Corey was alone during a lot of the newborn period. But those first few months were really hard on me. I had a really slow physical recovery. It took the doctor a long time to clear me to, you know, even exercise lightly. Um, And I had pretty hard baby blues. I didn't have full-blown depression or anything, but there were some very hard uh, weeks in there. And, uh, you know, along with that, I, we literally had to hold her to sleep for the first eight weeks of her life, whether it was during the day or at night, we never, ever, ever put her down for a nap during those first eight weeks. Not one time you guys. Um, and Jeremy was working. So that means literally all day long, I'm sitting on the couch with the baby. Um, and then it took her until she was 10 months old to stop waking up four or five times a night to nurse. Um, so looking back, like I know that I was just kind of in survival mode. And I'm also kind of proud of myself thinking back to that now that, you know, after those first three months, I did dive back into business, despite, you know, when the nanny wasn't there, I was on the couch holding her all night, I was up every hour and a half to two hours feeding her. um, And I still was able to do some pretty cool things. Um, It was not all me, though. My husband is one of the best out there. He now does all of our cooking, all of the dishes, (laughs) laundry, grocery shopping. He literally does all of it. Um, He started that, you know, back when I was having a hard time and he's kind of kept doing it so I could focus more on business. So he's not going to listen to this, but props to him anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think all of that, I just like take an extra second to pat yourself on the back because 
I think that's the one thing that is kind of different too, is every baby is different and some babies are harder. Mm -hmm. You can't put them down to nap because they want you. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you made it through that and I know you're going to get to it later in business, but you made it through all that and you ran the summit and you working with clients and you like had all these other things going on. So yeah, you did that. You survived. (laughs) I did. Thank you. (laughs) It's hard to like think of it that way you know when I I know you know when it's like so hard to think of put go back in that mindset or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways then the second big personal thing that happened is my husband and I finally moved back to our hometown in August after being away for 10 years Um, we never ever planned to move back here it's a little tiny town you can get from one end to the other in about three minutes and we you know you can't go anywhere without knowing somebody so we were like I am never going back there Um, but now that we have Talia we want to be close to our grandmas so his mom is less than a mile away my mom's about a 10 minute drive my grandma's coming over all the time so it's just it's really nice to be here despite every time I go to Walmart seeing someone I went to high school with Um, it's just it's just been really nice we don't get out much so uh, it's just nice to be closer to family. So I guess my high for the personal part was, has just been the last few months, maybe uh, October through December, where I had the hang of being a mom. Talia was more independent and fun and sassy, and we were just closer to family. It's been it's been pretty great. Yeah, um, I think that's a great way to end the year after such yeah. a difficult start. And I think that maybe is another reason why you had a hard time. Both of you even had a hard time with a new baby is um, being away from family and not having someone to rely on is very challenging. I say that as someone who yeah. goes through it just right. like you did. Um, so being able to rely on that now is amazing, I'm yeah, sure. So it, that's a great even yeah. if you have to like balance it with the fact that you run into people at Walmart, which I also hate. So yeah, I'm <laughs> there <terrible>. with you. <laughs> okay. So then I guess I would just say my low for the year um, would have just been that first part where I was having a harder time than I expected adjusted to having a newborn um, and all that good stuff. But really, it's just kind of outweighed by all the good stuff. Uh, as anyone here listening who's a mom probably knows. Um, and for business, seriously, you guys, I think it was just like the year of constant adjustments for me. Um, I came back from maternity leave in April and hosted my first summit for designers, which was so much more fun and successful than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys loved that. And I love that you loved it. It was so fun for me to put on. We have another round coming up here. Um, so, you know, that was bigger than I expected and it was fun to come back to. Um, I was having a hard time going from holding my baby girl literally all day, every day to having to go back to work. Uh, And those first few weeks were rough because we had a nanny come to our home and Talia was not used to being held by anyone except Jeremy or I. So she would literally scream bloody murder the entire time. And a lot of times I just sat in my office and cried along with her. Um, So that transition was hard, but it was obviously very necessary. I can't like have a 15 year old that I'm sitting and holding all day, every day. I mean, I mean, you could. (laughs) I suppose. You could. And honestly, also just to make you feel better, like Emma, we were just talking about um, having a sitter for Emma and we know she would do the same exact thing. And she's 14 months as of recording this and she would do the same thing right now. So give, give a little T some credit. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Okay. (laughs) Um, And Corey was transparent with us. I'm going to be transparent too. Uh, in July and August, 
it was rough. I had no clients and no inquiries. Um, I was legit ready to go look at like jobs at Starbucks because the town we lived in used to have a Starbucks. That was nice. Um, but I was like thinking, oh my gosh, am I, is this still going to work? Do I need to go find a job or what's going on? So uh, it's not all, I don't know, rainbows and unicorns over here either. There's some hard times. Um, luckily, that was around the time I was working with Corey on my new brand and website. And literally the excitement of that is kind of what got me through that hard time because I was seeing all of these new pieces come together that I was so confident were going to make a difference. And they did. Um, after that, I had a full client schedule and I was booked out for six months for the first time ever. So I went from thinking I needed a job to being booked out for six months. So that's just like the roller coaster of business. And I just feel like that's what all of 2018 looked like is just a big, crazy roller coaster. Um, I ran another like mini summit in October, was not successful. So the, the big summit was great. The mini summit was not. So for anyone who was there, I hope you enjoyed it, but we won't be doing that one again. <laughs> and, and there's another thing where we, you try new things yep. and if it doesn't work out, you just kind of keep moving on. Yep. There was one way to learn that that's not the thing to be spending time on. <laughs> but overall, it was really, really a good year for my Krista Ray brand. Uh, I feel like it's really stable right now. I don't need to do any extra marketing anymore. It's all kind of referrals and people who already know about me. Um, I don't need to be writing content all the time, which is really nice. And I just realized last week, like, the business makes as much money as I need it to. And that's been really, really freeing for me, even over the last, just the last week. And I'll get to more on that in a couple of minutes. But, you know, I think it's important we get so caught up in what all these big name people are doing and think we need to keep doing it. And I just had the realization like, wait, this is all I need to do. Like this is giving me the income I need and I'm only having to work, you know, four to six hours a day. I can spend the rest of the time with Talia. That's exactly what I want. So like, I'm just kind of right now, I'm just at this place where I'm happy with things and it's not too much for once. I'm really guilty of whenever things are too easy, piling more on. Um, And right now I'm just going to like enjoy this. So. Yeah, and I want to pause here on that because um, this is something that even I was telling my husband that I'm so excited that you came to this realization, not because I think that you get caught up in the more, 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 because it's totally not your personality whatsoever, um, but just realizing that it's okay to have time that's not working yeah. And that, you know, you can do whatever, like read a million books, which I'm still like green with envy over how many books this girl reads, y'all. Like, don't even, don't even go there with me. Um, but it is very exciting to see that you are in such a good place, especially since it, that really kind of unfolded after your new brand and website mm-hmm. launched. Cause I mean, as your designer, I'm like, yeah, my work here is done. Like yeah, I feel really great is. about that. <laughs> um, but just as your friend and as a, a fellow business person who has kind of been in that mindset, you know, where it's like, I don't care. It's way too hard. It's too much work to try to be making $50,000 a month and I'm not going to yeah. do it. So um, to have someone else like in my, on my side of the internet being like, okay, I'm good with this. Like that feels great. Yes. (laughs) And it's a nice little group to be in. So I'm going to try to stick with it. Yes, Um, please do. (laughs) But moving on to something that totally goes against that. Um, so 28 year was 
18 was kind of a year where I was trying to simplify everything. And I think I did like too good of a job at that for a little bit because <laughs> later in the year, I want to say around October, I decided to start a brand new business called Summit in a Box where I was going to teach online business owners how to host summits. Um, so, I mean, of course you have to do a whole brand new business. You can't go in halfway. Um, and it, it took off pretty well. And I, I still really like the idea of it. But as of right now, after that realization I have, I don't know where it's where I'm going to go with it because it seems so silly when right now I have a business that is exactly you know what I need. Maybe there's a little more one-on-one than I want, but I love it. Um, why would I now start something completely from scratch? <laughs> it's just going to, it's going to, if I do that, it's going to go back to how it used to be where I'm working nights and weekends and having Jeremy take Talia uh, in the evening so I can work more. And that's not at all what I want. So, you know, I think right now that's just going to kind of sit there. I might, you know, do little things here and there as I feel uh, excited about it and inspired, but for now it's just gonna kind of be there. Um, I want to focus on development work for a couple months, just see what it feels like to have a stable business that I'm not trying to launch something new with, and see how it goes because that's new for me. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I would say my high business wise was that first summit. It was a lot of fun. I'm excited to do it again, and then the low was definitely the, that two months where I was like, what is happening in my life? <laughs> Yeah. And I would love to, I know we always share this in our Facebook group. And so for those of you who are in the group, um, I would love for you to um, comment on the post where we share this and let us know if you've ever gone um, without clients or Mm -hmm. without inquiries, because that was another problem that I had last year, which was I got booked out through to summer and then I wasn't getting any inquiries after that. And it's like, um, Okay. Um, so that's a struggle too. And I'm actually, I want to go back to where you were talking about your Krista Ray brand for just Mm -hmm. a sec and say, at what point, um, do you think you would like start putting content out again and marketing? Because I think something that, um, like I have struggled with and I notice other people struggle with is that they do get to that point where, okay, I have a couple clients, so I'm not going to put as much sure. effort into this side of running my business. And then it does kind of, it's like this cycle where it leads back to where you're like, uh, my yeah. inbox literally has nothing in it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. If I wasn't feeling ex- inspired like I am right now, I would probably wait until it was far too late. Luckily, this realization I had has helped me be like, okay, you know, I need to kind of pick it up again. I'm feeling excited to pick it up again. So I am going to kind of start, you know, getting active on Instagram again. I used to be on Instagram all the time and now I might open the app once a day. Um, So, you know, I'm going to start getting on there a little bit more. I'm going to try to find content I'm excited about, you know, just posting on the blog. I'm not going to push myself to have this crazy schedule and post once a week or whatever. Um, But I do think it helps, you know, and it helps people who are already familiar with my brand look at that and be like, okay, she's still alive. You know, this same post has, hasn't been here for seven months sitting as the most recent. Um, So, you know, I'm picking up again right now. Uh, You know, I would say for those of you who are wondering for yourself, just make it a weekly thing that you always do no matter what. Um, That's what I was doing up until uh, I had a rough, I guess something I didn't mention was I had a 
something kind of rough happen in November and December, I had hired another developer to take on an extra custom project I had come in and she emailed me on the start date and said she wouldn't be doing it anymore. Um, So I had two, I had literally double the client work in November and December. So usually I would have kept my marketing, marketing up every Thursday. I try to do a little bit, but I literally couldn't. Um, without, you know, sacrificing time with Talia. And that's what, that's something that I lit, I thought about and I made that decision. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to serve, I'm in survival mode for my business right now. And that's where that is. So now that I'm kind of out of that tunnel, you know, it took me a couple of weeks to recover from how hard I was working there for a little bit. Now that I'm out of that, I'm ready to kind of dive back in. But if you guys, if you do it, you know, set aside time even once a week to do it. It just becomes a habit and you don't need to do as much. You don't have to make up for time where you kind of fell off the face of the earth. Um, And, you know, it can be as simple as uh, things I do. I go comment on a few Instagram posts. I send Instagram messages to people who are doing stories that I'd like to work with and not pitching them, just making conversation. I show up on Instagram stories. Um, Maybe you write something fresh for my newsletter, stuff like that. It doesn't have to be crazy. I usually set aside about an hour for it. And when you're doing it consistently, that's all it takes. So, you know, if you can make it a habit and just keep going. Yeah. And I think there are so many good little nuggets that come out of that. Um, The like first one that I'm thinking is um, that it is very important to try to be consistent with your marketing efforts. And if you do find that you've fallen off, like if you're in a place where you can dedicate time back to that to do it again, because that's definitely something that I, that's probably why my business is the way it is, uh, or was the way it was last year, is I am so much more passive in the way I want to market myself and the things I want to post on um, Instagram and that sort of thing. So like right now, I haven't posted pretty much anything to my Instagram feed, which that's like a whole different, like, it doesn't really matter. Let's not talk about that right now. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot of things like that, where if you do go MIA, people will look at your business and say, is she still working? I'm not Mm -hmm. sure. I'm just going to move on to find somebody else to work with. Um, So you do have to make sure that at some point you pick back up and start showing back up again. And you can always be honest with your audience and be like, you know, hey, this was a struggle and um, here's what happened. And now I'm back. And you don't even have to say, hey, I had a really crappy couple of months and this person screwed me over or I hated this client. You can just say, Like it's just been busy or rough and I needed time off and now I'm back and really excited. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing that I wanted to talk about here, because I I know we have a handful, if not more than a handful of listeners who are relatively new business owners, um, design business owners specifically, obviously. Um, And I hate to say this because I hate putting that pressure on other people, but when you're just starting your business, unfortunately, you don't really have the luxury of being able to not market yourself, whether it's through social media or through content. Um, So it's like I said, I hate putting that pressure on other people because I don't like that being on me. I hate when people tell me you have to do things this way to be successful. But um, to get your brand name out there and to have people know about you and trust you enough to want to give you lots of money to work with you, you do have to consistently be showing up, talking talking about how you can help people, um, building relationships, like you said, just chatting with people Mm -hmm. um, to kind of keep your business going in the direction where it it will be, where you want it to be in the future. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that. And that's a really, I mean, it's a good point to make that, you know, for those newer people, you can't expect 
to go MIA and have your business just kind of keep coasting along, unfortunately. You'll get to that point, um, but if you're newer, mm, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so. sorry. We all have to pay our dues at some point. Yes, <laughs> so, um, well, I guess I can kind of transition us into this year. We've both mm-hmm. kind of talked about what we're like working on with our own businesses and our brands and just our personal lives. But um, we haven't really talked about this podcast much on what we're doing. And this was a big question that you and I had. And I hate to tell our listeners that we considered maybe not doing this anymore because uh-huh. I think everyone might freak out listening to us say it's that. Good though. We need your guys' help. This is yes. a wake-up call. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the most aggressive thing I've ever heard you say. This is a wake up call, but, but it is, if you want us, um, to keep cranking out episodes, it is really important that you like review us on iTunes, uh, tell us in our Facebook group, things you want to learn from us or email us what you want to learn from us. Um, that sort of thing, because otherwise we just assume that we're making this for no one. And -hmm. then we kind of don't really want to do it anymore. (laughs) Yes. That's, I mean, that's exactly it. It's hard to sit and rack your brain about content to create when you're like, I don't know if anyone cares anyways, or I don't know how I can help people anyways. So we need your guys' help. (laughs) Yeah. And, and while I'm, while we're saying that it did remind me of a couple people who have like messaged us, um, on Instagram and been like, this has been really amazing for, um, my business. So thank you for saying that. Um, but so getting back to the whole point here, um, we are changing things up a little bit. We're going to keep doing two episodes per month. Um, and I think what we're going to try to do is just be, um, have one episode where it's like kind of whatever the heck we want to talk about (laughs) if it's personal kind of stuff like this because I know we talked about maybe doing an update of a day in our life um Mm -hmm. and then I think the other episode we're going to try to have a guest because um I don't know about Krista but you guys I have the longest list of people I would love to introduce you guys to and have you learn from um, things that I know, but they know better. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to get more guests on the podcast this year. Yeah. We didn't have a lot on last year. I think we had so many of our own ideas. We were like, eh, we don't really need guests, but you know, we've said a lot to you guys. You've heard a lot from us and it's time to kind of share this with other people who have new things to say. So I'm really excited to get some more guests on here too. So I guess that's it for our first episode of 2019. Yeah. Hope you guys liked it. Let us know if you did. Head to the Facebook group and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with hopefully our first guest. Yes. And don't forget to take that survey. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design. Oh, 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 oh